Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 85, which we are recording on Tuesday, April 1st, April Fool's Day, 2015. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we are recording in an unusual location for us. This is the Swift Stitch. Different. <laughs> yes, we are here quite often. We've recorded here a few times. And it's just a fun opportunity to record in a different place. So if you hear any ambient noise, that would be the explanation. So what are you wearing today, Charlene? I am wearing my Laika sweater that I knit back in summer of 2012. So that would be three summers. As of this summer 2015, it would be three summers ago. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, we knit those our first year of podcasting. Oh, wow. So that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So I just love this sweater. It is a hoodie knit all over in a lacy stitch. So it's very open. There are eyelets all over the cardigan. And it's buttoned front and hood. it's got a hood. It's a hoodie. That's what I said, a hoodie. And I knit mine in Madeline Tosh, Tosh Merino Light. One of my favorite yarns, and I love it still to this day. One of my favorite colors. The color is called Briar, and still to this day, I wear it quite a bit. I really like it. I have jokingly called this sweater the sweater that broke my arms because when I knit this sweater, it was a summer Olympic year, I believe, and I was trying to knit it possibly... During the Olympics, I cannot remember. I think it was. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't remember. I don't. I don't think I completed that task because the button band goes all the way around the edges, every edge of the sweater, and around the hood. So it's a huge, huge band, and that's the part that I joke broke my arms because my arms got really sore from wrangling. All of those stitches. And I, it's it, you hold the yarn doubled for the... And you hold the yarn border. doubled for the edge. And I cannot hazard to guess how many stitches were on the needles. Well, and it's the weight of the whole sweater. Because, yeah. 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 You, that's the last thing you do. Exactly. So it's a lot of weight Exactly. On so that was really rough on my arms and my hands. And I ended up taking much longer to knit that portion of the sweater. And I still experience those issues today. So it wasn't necessarily just this sweater i'm sure it was something that i just grew into and (laughs) and have learned to live with and it reminds me to stretch her hands right now (laughs) and her wrists it reminds me to stretch so that was this sweater but i dearly love it wear it a lot and i would knit another one if i could but i don't think i ever will yeah <laughs> it was just too, too much, wear and much tear. of a slog to get that button band done if i constantly look for other patterns that are similar to it possibly either a sweater knit in pieces or a sweater knit in a different style and i just haven't found the perfect one yet although i'm sure it exists out there well, it's funny. Last week I woke up and randomly decided, oh my goodness, I haven't worn my Laika or my neon in so long. And that very day I wore my neon and my Laika is still in storage Oh, because I think of it as a summer sweater. Right. Not like we've had winter weather this yeah. year, but I need to take but it back out. But more of a summer. I exactly. So I need to take it back out yeah definitely i think we're definitely in this season because even though it's warm yesterday was very very windy 
and if you're standing in the sun you get too hot but if you're moving around and you're in the wind you can definitely have a little light layer over yes. your t-shirt well and it was very chilly in the morning for us it was 50 yeah. when i left to teach yeah. spin yeah so it was chilly so how about you tell us what you are wearing i'm wearing a new finished object i'm so excited and before i talk about the new finished object please excuse me for any sniffling like charlene said it's been really windy and my allergies have been out of control this everyone's season. allergies are kicking up when yeah. the wind kicks up so <laughs> so if i sniffle i'm very sorry i'm trying to control that the new finished object is the star shower cowl by hillary smith callis and i talked about this in stalking at least once if not more than that and thank you very much to robbie photo knit gal this was the pattern was a gift from her and i really really enjoyed knitting this so let me tell you a little bit about the pattern because it's very unique she calls it a hybrid it's a cowl but it's very much like a shawl as well so she calls it a hybrid and you start by knitting flat and the shawl has sections of stockinette garter and then a lace that is just a four row lace repeat that is very simple to memorize and if i'm saying it's simple to memorize then it's really simple to memorize because <laughs> i never memorize my lace and i chose a yarn that is a self-striping with very long repeats it's the zauber ball and it's in the ombre that goes from light gray to darker gray to black back through the grays into an off-white color and it is just so pretty and the yarn itself is a single ply but it's a nylon merino blend so it's extremely soft and I got sorry I got carried away on the yarn because I was looking down at it I was describing the pattern so you start flat <laughs> and then you join to knit in the round and it's interesting knitting because the lace portion you actually knit on the wrong side because of the way the pattern is written and it, it, it is a four purchase pattern so I don't want to give away too much but while you're knitting in the round you actually knit on the wrong side for the lace and then on the right side for the stockinette and garter portions so it's an interesting knit that's not challenging anyone could knit it it's not as if it's challenging or requires extra skills or anything all you need to know to do is knit purl yarn over knit two together or slip slip knit i think those are the only stitches you need to know and it is just such a pretty finished object and i blocked mine pretty aggressively so that i can wear it down over my shoulders kind of like a cape which is what i'm doing right now because my shoulders are cold and it's just really comfy and really soft it's a perfect light layer to keep your neck and shoulders warm and i highly recommend the pattern and the yarn this was a really big win for me i'm really happy with it i'm glad so. you mentioned the cape word because I was going to add, when you were describing it, I was going to add that I think of it, when I look at you wearing it, I think of it as a cape, right. which and I now, really like. But I now, quite, if I pull it up, like it. so I've pulled it up more as a cowl now, or as like a backwards bandana shawl, yeah. which is how I wear my shawls. So it goes either way. Yeah. And her, her pattern pictures show it both ways on the pattern page too, but right now I'm chilly, so I like it cape style. And it's another of those patterns that even though the pattern picture was quite lovely and I liked the design... It didn't quite draw me in, but when I see Gail wearing her star shower cowl as a little capelet, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> it is really cute. And like I said, the pattern is not difficult, and I just really enjoyed knitting it. So, so it's another entry for the Gail and Charlene must knit 
all the, the same, same things. things. <laughs> yeah. And she actually, so Hillary Smith Callis has several of these style hybrid garments that are in different weights. Oh, okay. The Adama is a oh, that's right. worsted weight that version. She has a DK weight version. And I think someone recently knit the Aurelius might be the name of it in lace weight. And I am going to go check that out because I have several skeins of lace weight yarn that I'd really like to use. I do too. And I think this would be really nice in lace weight yarn as well. So double thumbs up for the hybrids by Yay. Hillary Smith Gallus. <laughs> so what are you stocking lately? I am stocking a couple of t-shirts, knit t-shirts uh, along the same veins of, as the things that I stocked, I believe the last episode. It is the season. It's the season of the lighter weight fabric and the lighter weight knits. And also Gail and I had the pleasure of attending a trunk show. <gasps> Gasp. <laughs> Swoon. <laughs> and Zula Yarn Company was visiting the Swift Stitch where I work last week. And they had a sample of a t-shirt called the Nisoy Tee designed by Miriam Felton. Miriam Felton. And theirs was knit in a silk linen blend, which I quite liked. And it's just a very cute little t-shirt. Very basic, short sleeve, pullover with shaping, ribbing on the bottom. And then the front, the neckline is just loose and open and drapes a little bit. Not as much as a cowl. It's not an official cowl neck but just a very slight drape very elegant very loose fitting like i said so you can wear it in warmer weather and not feel choked or that you have a knitted fabric too much knitted fabric yeah it's very nice unfortunately i ate something that gave me a headache and i did not stay for the entire trunk show and i did not purchase the yarn that i had planned i couldn't even think it was just one of those headaches that came on so suddenly so i couldn't think about making a decision that's just rotten so i didn't purchase the yarn but i will find something because i think i want to make this one sooner rather than later i may have some leftover linen in my stash that I might be able to add to and make it in two or three colors. Oh, that would be really I'm cute. I'm thinking about making, you know, something in a graduated color tone. That would be pretty. We'll see. I have to, it's one of those things that I have to go look at my leftovers and see what's there. But anyway, that is the Nisoy Tea by Miriam Felton. Good for warm weather. Another one that I have been looking at is called the Linum Tea by Bristol Ivy. And this one was actually published in last summer, 2014, Knit Magazine. And that one is also a short sleeve pullover top. It has oh, just cute. a little lace at the very top on the shoulders. The it does. It, it looks somewhat like that. A little bit different. The sleeves are different. Yeah. It more of, I'm not sure what you would officially call it. What they're kind not of quite leaves because they're not, they're not sewn in the sleeves. It's it's the kind of sleeve that comes out from the garment. So it's like if it would be a dolman. I, it could almost be that, but it's very short sleeve, right. so it's not the bat wing type. But it's very cute, very light, kind of 
thing that you would probably wear a camisole underneath. It's yeah. photographed with a camisole underneath. With a cute skirt. That's yes. a really cute outfit. It is. It's very nice. And it's photographed with the model walking through the a dry, summery field. Yeah. So. <laughs> very pretty photo. Yeah, it is. So that's another one. Two T's for me. This one was also made, the Linum tee was also knit in a linen yarn. This one is a yarn from Quince and Company. So lots of tops and different fibers are what I'm looking at right now. How about you? What are you stocking? Of course, we're similar because (laughs) at the Anzula Trunk Show last week, there was another sample. They had so many samples. They oh, did. They were that beautiful. Was, that was really neat to see all those things knit up. Yes, and a lot of us, they let us try the samples on and just some stunning knits. And one of them is a sweater I had never seen before called Foglieme. We're guessing on that pronunciation. <laughs> it's by Heather Zapetti, and it's a $7 downloadable pattern from Ravelry. It is a fingering weight sweater that's kind of similar to Hito Fude, wherein you have kind of a shrug top. So the top portion was closer fitting and it is wide on the front, meaning it kind of, it's going to sound funny, kind of cradles your, your top as opposed to covering your chest. It kind of goes around your chest, sort of, kind of. And then the skirt is lace, and it's a very full skirt from probably like under your bust down. It was a stunning, beautiful sweater, and several of us tried it on, and I immediately put it into my favorites and am considering knitting it. It is going to be a lot of yarn, so it would be a time-consuming knit, but I have enough of my Western Sky Knits in that beautiful pink speckled yarn that I bought. Oh, yeah. I have enough to knit that. Yeah. And that's really tempting. This sweater, very A-line shape. The lace portion, the bottom skirt, gets very... It, it has a lot of increases, so it gets big. So even though it looks like a tiny sweater, it's deceptive. That very deceptive, It looks... Yeah. For some reason, the pattern says it takes... I want to say 1,300 yards it, it for took, my size, Yeah, I think. it took a lot of yarn, but as long as you make it in a lightweight yarn, right. it would be wearable in warmer weather. And it was very attractive. Oh, very, so very pretty. attractive. Well, and you could even, if I had the right stash, I could knit it in a lace weight, I think. Yeah. And it would be I perfect so for too. our climate. I think so, too. I think that dragonfly fiber yarn that oh, I purchased yeah. in lace weight would make a nice one. I had originally purchased it for a drift. A drift, right? I think that's a Carol Feller it pattern. Is. Yes. And now I'm considering that sweater. Oh, that would be so pretty. I think it would. I, I really think it would. And I have two skeins of it, so I definitely have enough. You do. Oh, that would be gorgeous. And just the laciness of it is appealing. Mm-hmm. It's it's a gorgeous lace pattern. So obviously Charlene and I both loved that sweater. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of ideas at the trunk show. We did. <laughs> and I didn't buy any yarn either. I was saved by Josie texting me and saying, please come pick me up from school. Because I almost was going to buy a skein of milky, I think is what she called the base. It was 80% milk protein and 20% merino maybe? It was either silk or linen. Uh, Silk. I think it was silk. It wasn't linen. 
and it was so incredibly soft. It was really interesting yarn. It was fantastic. It was something I've never knit with. It was drapey and amazing, and they had this beautiful color of yellow called curry that I kept cradling in my hands (laughs) and just had to be more practical, and I did put it down, saved by the child. (laughs) So other things that I'm stocking. So a few episodes ago, there was a Knit Picks catalog that arrived, and I liked a lot of accessories that they had. Well, guess what arrived in yesterday's mail? The April Knit Picks catalog, and they have a new collection called Golden Morning, Spring 2015 Pattern Collection. And speaking of warm weather knits, some of these are beautiful. There are tanks, there are sweaters, there are shrugs, there are t-shirts, lots of different styles, and there are two in particular that I really like. And both of them use the Lindy Chain yarn, which is their linen chain plied yarn that Charlene has knit with and I'm going to be knitting with soon. I really liked that yarn. I'm looking forward to knitting it. I really am. So the first one that I really liked is the Brandolin Top by Quenna Lee. And it is, it looks to be an A-line. It has little cap sleeves, a wider boat neck, and then it has like a little gather at the, like about an inch or two below the neckline. Very sweet. It's really cute. It's just a very simple t-shirt that looks really cute. And then the second one I really like is a tank, and it is called the Caden Tank, and it's also by Quenna Lee, and it's just a simple tank top. It looks like it has either ribbing or something else going down the sides of the waist to make it look, it looks like it's somewhat shaped. There are no descriptions. I'm just looking at the catalog. If I was looking at Ravelry, I'm sure there would be some type of description, but it's just a simple simple tank top, and it's really, really cute. So those are two when I open the catalog and instantly, ooh, ah, those are so cute. So It is cute. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it's knit in a very dark color. They've. It looks like it's knit in black. Yeah. And the whole front of the photograph is in shadow. <laughs> yeah, so you can't see if there's any detail you can, in it. No, you can kind of, the side of the garment yeah, along has the some light. And it looks like there might be some detail on the side, mm-hmm. but you can't tell on the front. That's a unfortunate photograph. Right. But the tank itself does look really cute. Yeah, along the side, it's either lace or ribbing or something mm-hmm. going on there. So super cute. And I want to say there might even be a couple buttons at the top at the neckline, but I can't tell. Yeah, you so, can't tell. <laughs> there you go. Hard to tell from the photograph. However, very cute. So if you do receive the Knit Picks catalog, I hope you enjoy browsing that collection. Super cute stuff. And I think also the Knit Picks, their catalog pattern collections, I think that it's also a way for newer designers to get patterns out there. So Quenna Lee, I've never heard of her before. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to go on Ravelry and check out other things she may have designed and look at people's comments on her patterns, etc. And, you know, maybe discover a new designer. Yes. So that's really cool. <laughs> so what have you been knitting? Well, I've got this big sweater on my lap right now. I'm you're wearing a lot ends. of sweater and you're holding a lot of I'm sweater. I'm holding this big, big sweater. The, I, it's a more of a coat. Yes. Gail has said that, Gail, I think Gail, when she finished hers, she said it would be a coat. And absolutely, the sweater for us in this climate is, going, is more of a coat. So it's tunic length. It's made out of worsted weight yarn. Takes a lot of yarn. And the design has a cabled panel running around the yoke, which is 
quite nice. So as you can tell, it's not going to be a sweater that I'm going to be wearing in the immediate future, probably more into the fall, but it is called Gather Together by Hohi Locatelli. It's a pattern that's going to be released in a couple of weeks. And right now I am weaving in some ends. I have a lot of ends. The yarn I used is a new one to me. It's called Darurum Natura Giliot. And so far, enjoying the sweater, except for the fact that it's the wrong <laughs> season for me to be knitting something like this. But I think I'm really going to like wearing this when the weather is colder. The other sweater I have on the needles is My Chance of Showers by Heidi, Heidi Kiermeyer. That one is also very close to being finished. I should mention that this one, I'm on the second sleeve. So after I finish the second sleeve, I think I'll have the finishing bits. There's an edging that goes along the front of the sweater and an edging on the pockets that I still have yet to do. And on My Chance of Showers, I'm close enough that I just have the edging on the sweater on the the fronts and the neckline as well. I'm thinking about it. I'm looking. Yeah, she has a, a <laughs> um, considering look on her face. Yeah, so I think it's just the uh, picking up and then knitting that lace edging. And then My Heaven in Space by Martina Beam, which I've also had on the needles for quite a while, has gotten, have I've done several rows on that. The rows are getting longer. I told Gail that it's my current pattern that puts me to sleep for some reason it's the it's the same pattern repeat throughout the length of the whole shawl I don't know why I couldn't get that word out it's the same pattern repeat along the length of the whole shawl so it's gotten a little stale but it's coming out really nice the heaven and space shawl pattern creates a fabric that has a texture instead of just a stitch area an area of the fabric that has a texture the whole fabric has a texture and in her description she says block it or don't block it because the texture is kind of interesting and actually I'm I've already decided I'm not going to block mine I'm going to try wearing it with the pattern with the fabric textured and see how that goes oh good I want to see that yeah yeah so those are the three things I have on the needles how about you I am currently in my hands right now on the second square of my Gentle Along Cabin Blanket. Last episode, I mentioned that Isabella from Fluffy Fibers podcast is having a Gentle Along Knit Along, which just struck a chord with me because I'm feeling the need to be gentle with myself in several ways right now. And I was so intrigued by the idea that I took it kind of in a different direction. And instead of thinking of a knit along in terms of something that has an associated deadline, I decided what I really wanted to do to be gentle to myself was to finally knit the log cabin blanket I wanted for my own home for so long. So I went on a bender and I bought a lot of yarn. <laughs> I bought a lot of yarn. I don't even want to think about how much this blanket is worth, but that doesn't matter because it's it's an investment. It's amazing knitting. I'm enjoying so much knitting this blanket. I finished my first square in just two days and the colors together are magical and the knitting is all garter and it's so simple and it just brings me so much pleasure and joy and relaxation to knit it that I could just knit this for the next six months and be happy probably. I'd probably get bored, but I'm using 
Madeline Tosh Jewel Tones, which I mentioned in the last episode, and a neighborhood fiber company, Bright Yellow. And that yellow is the brightest pop in the whole blanket. And after doing the first square, I was very meticulous about weighing the yarn to determine how much yarn was required for each of the five rounds. So most log cabin blankets are knit so that each part of each square are a different color. Well, I'm doing it slightly different. My center square obviously is one color, and then I'm doing one color for the whole second square, a separate color for the third square, etc. So there are five colors in each square. There will be 12 squares altogether. And I wanted to know how much yarn for each of those portions of the square to make sure that I had enough yarn and to determine what colors should be in which order so that I didn't run out of yarn. So I then made a little grid with 12 squares that each have five sections and Max and I, he's on spring break right now, are gonna sit down and color in all of those grids to figure out what the color sequence should be in the whole blanket. So oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I, I just, like stuff like that. <laughs> it's going to be fun. But the yellow, the Delray colorway by Neighborhood Fiber Company, after I had done the weighing of how much yarn was going to be needed and how much I had, I decided I want that yellow in every single square. So I ordered a second skein. And luckily for me, she only had three colorways left because it was all on sale. That was one of the colorways that was oh. available. How lucky is that? It was meant to be. And the other color that will be in every square is Madeline Tosh Hearth, which is an orange, very fall colored orange. That's gonna be the center of every square, all 12 squares. And then yellow will be one of the colors in all 12 squares too. But now Max and I are gonna do our, our colored pencil playing to figure That'll out the other colors and how they're going to all fit together. So I'm super excited. It's just fun in so many ways. Thank you, Isabel, for a fantastic knit along idea. And that's what I'm knitting right now. I'm starting my second one. And I just, I keep saying it's bringing me so much joy to knit. I don't know what it is about this pattern, but it is so soothing to me. It doesn't <laughs> put me to sleep, which you would expect <laughs> it might. But if you haven't seen the pattern. It's called Learn to Knit a Log Cabin Blanket by Stacy Perry, who goes by Very Pink. And it's a free pattern on Ravelry. It has tutorials on YouTube that go with it where she shows you all the techniques that you need to know. It's very, very simple. It's all knit stitch because it's in garter, so there's not a single purl stitch. The only things you need to know are how to cast on, how to knit a knit stitch, and how to bind off, and then how to pick up stitches, because you actually pick up stitches along the edge of each square to start your new strip. And she explains it all very well. She explains the seaming together. She explains how to do the borders. Very, very thorough pattern and tutorial that goes with it. I highly recommend it. And a lot of people have told me that the Very Pink website has a lot of other really great tutorials for knitting, which I haven't seen yet, hmm. but based on this tutorial. So I watched it when I knit the first log cabin that I did for my friend's baby. And then I rewatched it this weekend before I cast mine on. And she's great. She's very thorough, very easy to understand. Her videotaping is excellent so you can see everything. I highly recommend the pattern and the just very pink as a knitting resource in general. So that's the first thing I'm knitting, the long story. Second thing, I'm 
bringing the crazy stripes tea out of hibernation and I'm going to be working on that again today. I had a lot of things I wanted to finish before the end of March. I wanted to finish some of my advent calendar stuff and my cowl and different things associated with my love your stash goals. But now that it's April, different goals are here. I want to finish that crazy stripes tea so that I can wear it maybe in yeah. time for a retreat. That would be really yeah. fun. And so the focus, I think the next before the next episode will be the log cabin and that crazy stripes tea, I think are what's going to be on the needles. So that's the long way of saying I only have two projects on the needles. So that took a long time. No, it didn't. That's a little funny. Oh, what have you finished since the last episode? Only one thing, a hat. It started out being a random scrappy hat and I knit and knit around with, I had one color that was a leftover skein from something Gail had knit and then another color that was a leftover skein from something I had knit. So I used one color for the brim, which I did in garter. And then I was going to do just a standard decrease every so many stitches top, but I knit and knit and knit and it was so long that I figured I'm just going to kitchener it. And it turned out to be a variation or something similar to the Teenage Mutant hat oh, that I've made nice. so a, a few of this year. So I have another one of those awesome. off the needles. So that's it. That's the only thing I have finished because I have been focusing on these large sweater projects. <laughs> so you've about... already heard about my finished cowl. Yes, that's right. Have you finished anything else? I have. I did finish my Gather Together sweater and I love it. Charlene just described it, so I won't go into any more detail other than to say that I used the Imperial Stock Ranch Erin yarn, and I can't wait until it gets cold enough to wear that sweater. It's <laughs> going to be the perfect thing for just any time you walk out the door here, if it's not raining, right. to just grab it and go. It will fit over almost anything else that I normally wear mm -hmm. that's roomy enough for that, which most of my sweaters aren't roomy enough to do that. So I think this is my first ever coat where I can really just put it on over anything. Yeah, I was really focusing on my sleeves, which I knit in the last couple of days, and I had to make sure I knit them with enough ease mm -hmm. so that if I wore something else underneath it, there was enough room in the sleeves. I so there the was equivalent thing. ease for the sleeves and the body, that sort of thing. I did the same thing. I paid attention to that because normally I like my sleeves to be more fitted mm -hmm. with less ease than right. this sweater. But right. because I envision wearing this even over other sweaters in the summer, oh, okay. I mean in the summer, in the winter. <laughs> so if I have another one of my pullover sweaters on hand knit, this would even fit over that. Yeah. So I did pay close attention to that. Yeah. So I love my gather together. Again, that should be released later this month is Hohe's goal. So that gives everybody plenty of time to knit it before Rhinebeck because this, the inception of this beautiful design is Rhinebeck related. So there you go. Very good. I also finished two other things. Okay. I did because like I said, my focus at the end of the month was to get some specific things finished. I did finish two more of my smitten mittens for the advent calendar. So now I have 12. I'm exactly halfway there, which seems crazy. I have this big pile of these adorable little mittens and I'm only halfway <laughs> there. So that's been fun. And Mike was so funny. He walked over and they were sitting on the table and he said, who are these little tiny mittens for? Who's going to wear these? I said, no, no, no. Those are for the advent calendar. <laughs> 
So some of those are done. And I just finished another one of the textured felted gift bags. I knit two of these around the holiday season in the efforts to use up stash scraps, and that's exactly what I did again. So I was rummaging through my stash because I put together all the yarn to knit a vinyarnsa. I stocked that a couple episodes ago. It's a newish free pattern on Ravelry that's a cowl with a bunch of koigu colors, and I just went through all of my single-ply fingering stash leftovers and put all of it out on the bed and came up with a colorway for my vinyarnsa, which will be my retreat knitting. But in the process of having the different stash out, I found three leftover little skeins of the gray I used for my A-Day sweater years ago. It's Elan oh, Peruvian yes. Super Bulky or something like that. And there was almost a full skein of Cascade 128 in purple, which the Swift Stitch had an amazing sale when they stopped carrying that. And I knit a skirt that didn't really work, so I gave the skirt to my aunt, but here's a skein of yarn in my stash. So I pulled those skeins out and thought, what can I do with these? I can felt these. These will be great felting yeah. yarns. And the gift bag popped into my head and I knit it. So 220 yards of leftover stash scraps gone out of the stash. And the bag still needs to be felted, but it's going to be big. <laughs> it's, I didn't even measure it, but it's pretty massive right now. And I reduced the number of stitches in the cast on to accommodate the pattern is written for worsted and I was using super bulky. So I cast on the 92 stitches the first time and thought, oh, this is going to be ridiculously big. So I reduced it to 76 stitches. But I'm wondering if anyone wants to hear about felting. Maybe we could do felting as a topic segment coming up because my fascination with all things felted and how you knit this giant thing that you then put in a washing machine, which goes against every grain <laughs> of knitting wisdom, and you watch it to make sure it shrinks. I mean, whoever shrinks their knitted garments, that's insane. So I was thinking about that. And if anyone has any interest in hearing some more about felting, let us know. So those were my finished objects, quite okay. a bit. and But most of them were small, but still. <laughs> Since it's the end of Q1 for Love Your Stash, Charlene and I wanted to do a check-in and see how we did on our stash-loving goals for Q1. We've been reading all of the awesome posts that everybody has been putting in the chatter thread where most people are summarizing their goals and kind of relisting them, like copying their goals and then giving a summary of how well they did. And it is so inspiring and it is. I say this every time we record, but it's just been such an inspiring thread to me. And it's given me so, so much strength in my moments of weakness when I wanted <laughs> to do something I shouldn't be doing. So well, it's really nice to see people moving in a direction that's making them happier. Yes, exactly. No matter if it's getting rid of stash, using stash, or even if it's enhancing your stash, as people seem to be happy with what they're doing. Yep, instead of feeling any guilt right. or remorse or anything like that. It's been a very Which is positive exactly experience. the way it should be. Yep. Because it always has bothered me when people talk about their stash in terms of how guilty they feel. If I'm just the person who says if it makes you feel bad, change it. Yep, it's true. <laughs> it's true. And that's something that most people can change. We have the power Exactly, over that. exactly. So how do so, you do on your Q1 goals? I'm looking at my original post 
and I have a red fez on my Ravatar <laughs> for April Fool's Day. I have a top hat. I have a <laughs> black top hat. So I have the Doctor Who red fez, which is very cool. Nice. Very happy with the red fez. So my goals were first to get my stash all entered into Ravelry, which I have done. And second was to have more projects on the needles so that I always have a grab and go type of project ready. So I think I have done better on that. I have two sweaters on the needles right now. I have a shawl and in my bag, I have a sock that took the place of the hat that I just finished. So I think I have a few things. I wouldn't mind having something else on the needles only because the two sweaters are both at finicky places. Yeah, I noticed that you were saying they're both in like a They're both in the finish. edging yeah. edgings type place. So it's not neither of them are at a place where I can pick up and knit. So I may have to think about getting but you something. You have to literally else pick up the, yes, stitches I do. to knit. Yeah. So I have to think about getting something else on the needles as well. But the sock is going to be that grab and go project for now and I'm using a nice stripy yarn. It's the Nitpicks Felici that Gail actually gave me for Christmas. So I'm looking forward to another stripy sock. You know what? Okay. <laughs> Once again, fate has intervened and we're doing the same thing. Really? I have been stocking, and I didn't even talk about it because it seems so silly. I've been stocking sock weight. Sorry. Sport weight sock patterns because I have some Felici sport weight striped oh. yarn and i keep thinking to myself it would be so cool to have a sock in my bag like oh, all these yeah. knitters do <laughs> but i don't know if i should do toe up or cuff down blah 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 so i don't know <laughs> i haven't settled on a pattern but okay you have started your felici striped sock in your bag so okay i'm gonna pull out my Ann bud <laughs> handy sock knitters book and figure out how to start this thing <laughs> okay. i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it okay and how about you what have you how have you done on your Q1 goals? I have done pretty well. Okay, I'm going to take Shelly, who is Ms. Knits on Ravelry, and steal her terminology because she rocks. So she updated her post with, you know, goal met and goal surpassed. And I thought that's the <laughs> coolest thing ever. So I met almost all of my goals. So use up some Sincere Sheep Equity Sport, did it. Use up my Jaeger Roma. Well, instead of using it up, I de-stashed it, gave it to someone, just sent it to her. Fabulous. Goal met. Didn't buy a single pattern or book or magazine in wow. the entire quarter. Woohoo! I'm so proud Goal of myself met. for that. <laughs> buy no yarn online. Okay, well, I put, it's all bold, fail. I'm doing my log cabin blanket, and I intended to buy yarn in person for that at Stitches West, but there was no way that that was going to happen. So I gave myself a pass on that one. Yeah, I think when you purchase it with intent you know you know what you're going to use it for and you start it right away then, yeah then you get a pass <laughs> of course then i i did fall down and buy other yarn online but i'm not going to do that anymore for q2 here i've said it now okay and then use at least two sweater quantities of stash yarn goals are passed because i knit the uh, angry sheep and i knit gather together but my Echoes of Color shawl actually used a whole sweater, a sweater quantity, quantity worth of yarn. Yeah. And then use at least one to two single skeins. And I had tagged the Star Shower Cowl and the Yowza Weight shawl as specific projects, which I knit. And I also knit a bunch of other 
projects that use single skein. So goals are passed. And start Mike's sweater. I have my head hung in shame. <laughs> I brought the swatch to show to Charlene. The swatch is complete. And I told her Mike has been trying to abrade it. So I told him, I said, okay, it's your job to fondle and manhandle and put it in your shirt or do whatever you need to do, but wear this swatch hard. I want you to treat it like you're going to treat the finished sweater so we can see how it will wear. He was tying it in knots. He was rubbing it between his hands. I mean, he was doing a good job trying to really destroy the swatch. And what it held up it remarkably well. It's Madeline Tosh Air Light, okay. which is alpaca, merino, and silk. Crazy for a man, right? My Tosh Merino Light, we were saying... The sweater was knit three years ago, and it's been through some heavy wear. I'm surprised how well this yarn it, yeah. has worn, because it doesn't need depilling. It looks pretty darn good. <laughs> you would think it would for a single ply, but it's worn pretty well. And I've often wondered if it's because of it's knit in a lace pattern. Maybe oh. it's knit very tightly. I don't know, but it's worn very well. I'm happy. Well, let's hope that this is the same, because he's going to get a whole sweater out of it. <laughs> and... We like the swatch on a US2 needle, so it's going to be a lot of knitting, everybody. A lot of knitting. And I haven't cast on the sweater yet because we haven't figured out exactly what the sweater should look like. And we've had lots of conversations about it, and he's being very thoughtful about it in terms of the other morning randomly. He said, okay, my new sweater. I've been thinking about how long I want it to be. And I said, good. What? Do you, how long do you want it to be? And he said, longer than this sweatshirt. And I looked at him and I said, you really want it to cover your butt? And he said, oh, does my sweatshirt cover my butt? <laughs> he wears the sweatshirt all the time. I said, well, no, it doesn't. It comes like halfway down your butt, which is kind of what I imagined you'd want. And he said, okay, I'm going to think about that. And then two days later, he said, you're right. I want it the same length as the sweatshirt I always wear. So Yeah, because he doesn't tunics, wear tunic tunics clothes. different I mean, on men. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he has really been thinking about it, which I appreciate. There is thought going into it. And the latest conversation this weekend, because I wanted to cast it on before today. Mm. And so I was asking him, okay, you know, you said you don't want cables. You said you don't want a hood. You don't want this. You don't want that. He said, and I don't want a zipper. I'm never going to close it. I never zip up my sweatshirt. I never close my sweater that you knit for me. You don't even need to put buttons on it. And I said, well, we're going to put button bands on it just because it needs to have a finished edge. It needs to have a finish. Yeah. Yes. I said, finished so edge. whether you exactly. choose to button it or not is your choice, but it will have buttons. So we've made it that far. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't want a crew neck, but he doesn't know what neck he does want. And I said, okay, well, we need to sit down and look at patterns. And he said, well, no, you know everything there is to know about sweaters, so you can figure it out. And I said, well, that's the silliest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I know a lot of things about a lot of sweaters doesn't mean I'm going to know what you want. So. Right. Silly husband Two stripes very again. different things. Yes, so he's just trying to get out of actually sitting down in front of the computer with me and looking at patterns. <laughs> so we are definitely in the process of figuring out what that sweater will be, but I haven't cast it on yet. Despite a lot of, I've put a lot of work into it. So yeah. even though it says fail next to that goal, I don't think it's a complete failure. I think it's, it's a work in progress. So that was the recap of my goals. Almost all, right. all of them met or succeed, uh, surpassed, and I'm feeling pretty good. Hopefully Q2 is just as good, <laughs> if not better. So we will continue with more stash chat next episode because we do want to talk about what we stash and why we stash what we do. Because mm -hmm. 
Charlene and I both have different approaches, and I know everybody kind of has a different approach, but it's interesting to hear other people's yeah, takes is. on it. So it that's is. part two of Stash Chat next time. But we have winners to announce! Yay! I'm so excited! <laughs> so the self-indulgent knit-along did end in March, and we had 196 people who joined us in that knit-along, and many of you knit multiple projects so oh my goodness so many beautiful projects it was just so much fun to follow along and you know well we didn't just follow along we knit along with everybody right and if you didn't participate in the conversation or if you only participated a little much or if you couldn't keep up just go to the thread and look at the photographs because the finished objects are really fun. Yeah, the finished objects <laughs> thread is amazing. Oh, and before I forget, back to love the stash you have. Q2 has started. There is a goal thread with no chat and then there's a chat thread. So Robbie put a lot of thought into it and she very smart decided to have everybody enter their goals by the end of April. And there are already a lot of awesome prizes available. So if you want to participate and do so for a prize, please make sure that you have your Q2 goals set by the end of April. You can modify them during the quarter if you choose, and there are in, there's information on how to do that at the top of that thread. But please do enter your goals, and whether you're doing it for prizes or not, please join us because it's super duper fun. So that's Knit the Stash You Love, and now on to the prizes. <laughs> so super exciting, and should we just go one at a time? All right, so the first one, these are three patterns that were donated by Estella, who is one more row, please, on Ravelry. And the first winner was post number 96, who is Mickey522. Congratulations, Mickey. She knit a down east pullover and an ease pullover, and she finished a bunch of whips for Love Your Stash mm -hmm. as well. So awesome work this <laughs> quarter. You've been amazing. Okay, the second pattern from Estella, aka One More Row, please, goes to Hobby Girl, who is Janet, for socks for a broken foot, oh. Amalite Cowl, her seacoast with a color, wo color work yoke. Yeah, she did a beautiful <laughs> color work pattern in the yoke of her nice. seacoast. That was just amazing. And the third pattern from Estella goes to Tales of Yarn, who is Cindy, and she knit a shard shawl, an invis invisibility <laughs> cloak, and an invisibility toque. Nice. <laughs> so nice. very, very beautiful knitting. So the next prize, let's see, is the Chromatic Circle Cowl Pattern from Vanessa, who is Vanessa Polo on Ravelry, and that goes to Sally G., Sally for her in stillness pullover. It was so pretty. She mm -hmm. looks so proud of that in her pictures too. The next one is yarn from Shasta Daisy, who is Shasta Daisy Knits on Etsy. And this one goes to Gwen Schweitzer, who is Gwen, and she knit so many things. She did. A bunch of hats, shawls, cowls. She knit a star shower cowl too that finally got me off my butt to knit mine. <laughs> and just beautiful work, Gwen. You just smashing, smashing knitting. So congratulations. I will put you in touch with Shasta, and next one. The next one is from Fiber Spates, and it is the Vivacious ebook, and that goes to Bookcase Hat, who is Emily on Ravelry, and she knit 
the and she was pullover by Y Malcolm. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Emily. You look so pretty in that pullover too. All right, the next one, the prize is a pattern from Jen Emerson's Ravelry store, and she has some beautiful patterns. And the prize for this is 1712, who is Michelle. She knit a beautiful three-color cashmere cowl. There were a lot of those finished projects, and that was a beautiful color combination. Congratulations, Michelle. The next prize is from our own Robbie, who is Photo Knit Gal. And she donated a skein of Miss Babs Kilimanjaro. It's actually a, it's, I, I wrote that down. It's a skein. It's actually from the, there's a yarn club. It's two skeins that come with a pattern, I think. Oh, It's okay. really pretty. Okay. And that goes out to Colorado Queen, who is Ruth Anna, for her Coda pullover that she knit in some lovely hands. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. And the next one is a pattern from Y Malcolm. So she's the one who designed And She Was, which was knit by Bookcase Hat Emily, which is pretty cool. And the winner for that one is Kathleen K. Connors for her her Holloway pullover. And Kathleen, you've been a delight in the groups. You've been so chatty, and it's been so much fun. So congratulations. Okay. And the next prize is three skeins of Woolmize, I blanked out, um, of Woolmize DK. Anonymous prize Anonymous donation. prize donation. Thank you very much. And that is going out to Espresso Bean, who is Zoe. <laughs> for her, let's see if I can pronounce this, Cayance Cove. Cayance Cove. Yep. With hand spun from her sister, and she is also kicking butt in Love Your Stash. <laughs> yeah, Zoe, you've also been contributing a lot to the chatter and on Instagram as well. And super special story about your yarn. I just, every time you post something like that, it just <laughs> makes my heart so happy. Congratulations. And the next prize is a skein of Madeline Tosh DK yarn in the turquoise colorway, which is a prize very generously donated from. Lori, who is Boston Mama, also a great contributor to the threads. And the winner is Stephanie Sows, who's Stephanie, also a great contributor to the mm-hmm. threads. And she knit a Cassius curl, which is from Hunter Hammerstein's Curls book. So I think it's her plan to knit through that entire book. I can't wait to get a curl on the needles. I know. That was one of the projects that I keep thinking I should just start because I really want to and just have, have that going in, yeah have yep. that in a project bag ready to go i should too so let's see the next prize oh is a lovely skein of madeline tosh sock in the mockingjay colorway which was the color for the hohi and vera event where Ho- when hohi and vera came a couple months ago to the united states yes and madeline tosh had this colorway that was sold at the stores where they taught at and that has been donated by Anne, who is mad stasher on ravelry and that will be going out to yarn addict who is annette for her Stockholm cowl. And another great contributor to the threads. Yes. It's just fantastic when it works <laughs> out this way. The next prize is a skein of Shalimar homage yarn in the oyster colorway that's been donated by Tie-Dye Diva, who is Trish. And Trish finished some amazing projects too. And the winner of that is Knit Crit, who is Marsha. And she knit a beautiful stonewall stone tunic. It was that so was pretty. Nice. That is nice. Is nice, yeah. Yes. Not was, is. 
And then the last is a mysterious gift package. I will look up the <laughs> gift package as you talk about it. It's, it's a gift package from Amy, who is... Amy O. Yokohama. Amy O. Yokohama. I was tongue-tied I know, it's, for a minute. <laughs> I can read that, but it's hard to yes. say it out loud. <laughs> Thank you very much, Amy. And that will be going out to Green Olivine, who is Maggie, for her Georgia vest. Two follow your arrow shawls, and Maggie is someone that we've met at Stitches a couple times now, so that's yeah. always very fun when we know when we have met in person. And we got to see the one of her follow winner. your arrow shawls, yes. and it was beautiful. Yes. Okay, yes. so Amy's prize. Let me see. I'm reading this the from the gift my PM. package. Consists of a lovely skein of fingering weight merino, hand dyed by her friend Cassie at Hitsuji Dama in Tokyo, and a cute drawstring mini project bag or tools bag with an adorable Japanese-English pattern on it, that stroll of bear, and she said she has one for herself because it's so cute. So, Oh, and she plans on putting a couple of tools and some tea and some snacks in the bag, too. So So Well done. Thank you, Amy. And congratulations, Maggie. And congratulations to everybody. the winners. (laughs) This was so much fun. That was fun. And the last thing that I want to mention is that Gail and I will both be attending and helping put on the Northern California Knitting Retreat, a.k.a. Knockers, this April 17th, 18th, and 19th. That is coming up right away. If you yeah, are right away. Yes, right away. I have a countdown on my phone, and it's we're almost to days. two weeks. Yeah. Yep. So if you are attending, please make sure you check out the group we have on Ravelry because there are some last-minute not events, but activities that we have announced and we've added on a massage therapist, that kind of I'm thing. I'm so and tempted to things do Things need to be scheduled. <laughs> and also folks who are traveling, well, everyone's, everyone will be traveling, some folks farther than others, but there are carpools, rides being arranged. arranged. And also if, if you have any special needs like if you need somebody to pick up something from the store for you or just any anything we want to be friendly and accommodating and helpful those of us who are local we're super happy to do anything yeah like we that can for you. gail and i can stop and pick up anything that is needed for somebody who may be traveling farther and won't have time or traveling by plane and can't bring certain items on the plane that kind of thing and charlene and i both all the food is provided and it's said to be delicious by the people who have been to this retreat area or this location before Charlene and I both are very picky eaters, and we understand the picky eating syndrome. It's not a syndrome, I'm being sarcastic, (laughs) but the needs that go along with that. So if there is something special that you want, we have Whole Foods close by, we have a local chain similar to Whole Foods close by, and we're very, very happy to pick things up for people if you wish. Don't hesitate to contact us, please, because we're very happy to do that. And I Oh, and one more thing about the activity the what are you wearing oh yes we're going to do a what are you wearing evening and what we kind of envision that as is bring anything of your own that you've knit that you want to show off or if there's something that we have knit that you want to see in real life and maybe even try on please let us know and we'll bring it and you can try it on or see it in real life. Or I was thinking this morning, like the Viagent especially is Mm -hmm. something that might be difficult to visualize. So anything that we've knit, 
look through our project pages and if you want to try it on or see it just drop us a line we are local we can bring i have a pretty big car so i can fit a lot of handits in that car <laughs> hello car meet closet exactly i'll just like offload everything so funny. yeah and we're gonna have that little event and hopefully people will be able to see new items that they may or may not want to knit new sweaters that they may or may not want to wear we have a couple of designers who are attending the retreat and i have encouraged them or anybody else who i have not specifically called out if you have designed Celia, a garment or Pinot an accessory Noir. please just bring it along and share because this is a friendly event and we want to support each other and have fun yeah and get inspired so that's a big part of yes, it too is being absolutely. inspired by other people's knits so yes. bring your knits share your knits if you want anything special please let us know we're happy to help and we look forward to meeting everybody who's going to be it's there it's going to be fabulous yep. and if you're not going we're sorry that you're not going to be there <laughs> but feel free maybe we should have like a virtual knit night or a virtual knit portion of yeah, it we should consider that because that could be fun yeah okay well thank you so much for listening congratulations to everybody who participated in both the self-indulgent knit along and the love your stash q1 and congratulations to all the prize winners we will announce the q1 prize winners for love your stash soon as well yes. and just thanks for being so awesome because you guys are awesome and you really make my life a better place absolutely everything i agree with and <laughs> happy, happy knitting <laughs> bye you can find our podcast on itunes at yarniacs podcast visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com we have a friendly and engaging yarniacs podcast ravelry group my ravelry name is knitter ninja shar gales is gaily whaley you can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.